You are listening to the audio portion of the QB Power Hour webinar series. The QB Power Hour is a free bi-weekly webinar series for accounting professionals presented by Michelle Long and Dan DeLong, who are very passionate about the industry, QuickBooks, and apps that integrate with QuickBooks. You can find out all the details about the webinar series at qbpowerhour.com. So without further ado, here's Michelle and Dan. Welcome to another QuickBooks Power Hour. Today we'll be talking about the uh, working with spreadsheets in QuickBooks Online. And we've got a, a, a panel uh, actually today. So it's, uh, let's go ahead and kick off the introductions with Michelle. Hi, everybody. Thank you for joining us. I'm Michelle Long, CPA and MBA in Entrepreneurship, owner of Long for Success, and very glad to have you all joining us today. Dan and I had a great time last week at the first ever Happy Hour Camp um, in Virginia, beautiful uh, in the mountains at the lodge where Dirty Dancing was filmed. And we did see that Dan has some dance moves that he's been holding out on us. Uh, he, he can share those on social if he chooses They're to. They're not but, dirty, uh, though. <laughs> he does have some really good dance moves, though. I will let him choose whether he wants to share them or not. Um, but anyway, that's enough about me. Continuing on, Dan. Right. And apparently, uh, Dan's dance Dan DeLong is <laughs> um, owner of Dan with worked at Intuit for about 18 years. Uh, your co-host today, also co doing the co-hosting responsibilities at Workshop Wednesdays over at schoolofbookkeeping.com and doing some tech editing for the QBO for Dummy series. And um, yeah, that's enough about me. But uh, I'm really pleased to have Jonathan Bella joining us. Jonathan, tell us a little bit about yourself. Oh, where to start? So first of all, I like to call myself the reluctant accountant. I got a degree in accounting and I did two years of corporate accounting and realized I didn't like being in the corporate environment. Um, I started working with software solutions, accounting software solutions, uh, one of them being the first Macintosh GUI-based package for accounting. It was called uh, Insight. Uh, by a company called Layered, and uh, then I hung up my shingle to help small businesses learn, implement accounting solutions, and then in 2015, I embraced my accountancy and started my firm to expand and provide client accounting services, and as you can see, I have a whole bunch of accolades uh, along the line, and most notably, the QBO Integrations Pro Advisor of the Year. So I'm supposed to be good at like working with apps, both putting information into QBO and getting it out of QBO. And when I uh, when I worked at uh, at Intuit, you were one of my favorite people who, who would call in because I knew that you would have you know you've already done your due diligence and and that um, you know it's just going to be a really good conversation, something to sink your teeth into. Um, and speaking of seeking, seeing your teeth into, one of my favorite days of working at Intuit was the day that Jonathan sent the support staff popcorn. Just, <laughs> every year he would send the Popcornopolis, right? That's the brand uh, to, to the entire uh, support team over in, in Tucson. And we would just kind of take a, take a few moments and, and appreciate Jonathan because we'd have uh, we'd have some popcorn to <laughs> To, uh, you, to enjoy you guys you guys had my back many times especially back in the old days of where desktop software and networking it was issues and now those are bygone days <laughs> right no more popcorn and, uh... and, and, and i do and, and i do miss 
you know, not knowing the people on the other end of the phone line. Now, I am starting to recognize names, and I actually had a uh, person that I said, oh, I've spoken to you before. And she said, well, unfortunately, I don't remember speaking to you. <laughs> and I told her how, how uh, her name uh, was memorable for me, and she says, oh, now I remember you, and I'm not going to forget you. <laughs> that's one of the nice parts uh when i did work there is building the relationships with the with the folks in the accounting community so jonathan i'm, I'm glad you, i'll throw, I'll throw in I, I i miss nina and i miss uh oh there's two other names that are blank on me um that uh, back in the day that when i would call in but yeah, such is life with a growing company. Two, two in the morning. Two in the morning, you'll you'll wake up and it's like ah, that that's the name. <laughs> but we're gonna have uh, Trevor joining us as well. So Trevor, tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, thanks, Dan. Uh, happy to be here, Dan. I think we need to bolster our resumes a little bit compared to Michelle and Jonathan. I mean, the number of <laughs> I know the, the we're number in of single accolades and recognitions <laughs> they've got it really puts us to shame over here. I know. Oh no, you got that MBA from Columbia. That's that's, um, that's I'm ha- happy to be here. Uh, I unfortunately missed out on the happy hour camp, but I did hear it was a great <laughs> time. Uh, so my background's in finance. I worked in traditional finance and then have been CFO and worked in finance at a number of different startups. Got my MBA from Columbia and then started this company, Genius Sheets, uh, that helps people you know, on QuickBooks build better financial models and reports. So excited for this conversation today. All right. So a little bit about the details about the QB Power Hour. So it's every other Tuesday at uh, two. I'm sorry, noon. I meant two, I meant twelve and noon at the same time. So I came up with tune. Uh, so noon Eastern. Um, fortunately, no CPE credits uh, available. Um, you can always check out the website for upcoming events um, as well as the QBPowerHour.com/resources for uh, for the recordings, the podcasts, uh, the PDFs of the slides, and, and whatnot. Uh, but I did want to point out one thing that is coming up actually this Friday, um, and I want to I want to call it out because um, in our in our Facebook group is very active about uh, dissing QBO payroll. <laughs> so um, Intuit is actually putting out a or opened up uh, making themselves vulnerable, and that's one of the things that Michelle and I really um, at at the Appy Camp that we were at um, was just really nice to see uh, apps as well as Intuit uh, just really looking for the, the open con- relationship feedback, right? So, and, and they're in, in September 30th, they will be doing that for QBO payroll. It's a really a safe place uh, to, to talk about your likes, your dislikes, and, and what would you wish for? Um, besides the fact, I would like it to work like desktop payroll, but um, yeah, that's another <laughs> that's another conversation. But um, you can, you, you know, definitely we would like. I would love to see people um, coming to this uh, to to basically provide their feedback to to uh, the QuickBooks online payroll uh, team because I, I've seen a lot of uh, feedback in the in the in the Facebook group, but not necessarily solutions. So this gives you an option. Uh, to to really drive home the the, the point, um, and I, I kudos to Intuit for being able to uh, you know make themselves available to to do that sort of thing. So you can check it out on the, the QB Power Hour website under un- upcoming webinars. There's a registration link there uh, as well. And Dan, uh, so a little bit. 
Go ahead. Why don't, why don't I go ahead and do housekeeping while you turn on the chat for people? Um, oh, it's disabled. It. <laughs> so on the housekeeping, if you could ask specific questions in the Q&A, that allows Dan and I to respond to those specific Q&A. Um, and then in, in the comments, that's where you and you in the chat feature, you and all you all can comment and chat with one another and everything. But specific questions tend to get lost in the chat. So put those in the Q&A area and then the handouts and the archives of any um, any of the, the videos and the recordings and all that, those are available on the link there in the webinar archive. So all the handouts and the recordings are in the, the link over there on the right. Dan, thank you for enabling the chat for people. I have a setting turned on in the webinar um, in Zoom, and I, I keep forgetting. Every every two weeks, it's reminding me. I need to go <laughs> in there and update that, that, that setting there. No worries. Right. No worries. So we'll go ahead and launch off uh, today with our first poll, which will be, I have too many things in front of my face here. So which spreadsheet program do you prefer to use? Uh, do you prefer Excel, Google Sheets, or, or maybe you just don't even use it at all? And, and Michelle and I were talking, and, and Jonathan were, were talking before a little bit before, you know, as a non-traditionally trained accountant uh, in, in this panel here, <laughs> I was always wondering, uh, do you learn spreadsheets as part of your, you know, as part of like a, an, an educational type of thing. Uh, Trevor, do you, uh, is that something in, in, since you have the most uh, book educational <laughs> of all of us, is that, uh, and, and probably the most recent uh, of uh, education as well, what, what would you, uh, what would you say there? Yeah, I mean, most finance and accounting programs now have courses where everything you're submitting is in spreadsheets. So you got to learn quick. It, it's not specific necessarily like Excel or spreadsheet training, but but all the results are. Somebody says Lotus. <laughs> <laughs> We're throwing a, uh, I should have put that in there as the uh, as one of the choices there. But I, I mean, do, is it something that uh, you, you like spreadsheets and then you learn accounting, or is you like you learn you like accounting and then you have to learn uh, spreadsheets? I, I don't. I don't think anybody starts with spreadsheets as their as their first love. But there, there are lots of people who love it. I mean, if you spend enough time in them, I don't know if it's Stockholm syndrome or if people really love it. But. I think it just comes with the territory. If you're yeah. an accountant, you have to use spreadsheets. It just kind of, you know, they kind of go hand in hand. I think makes sense. So yeah, it does look like uh, looking at the. Um, the poll results here that uh, most people are are preferring uh, Excel over Google Sheets. Um, I, I, it's, it's funny because um, I was thinking of, you know, when my kids were just going through school, they didn't even know Excel existed, right? Because <laughs> they, it's all it's all about the Google stuff, right? So the, I wonder if that's turning, uh, you know, changing, you know, the dynamic. We, we certainly see a pretty stark divergence in terms of who's using what, just in our user base. So we, we see a lot of bookkeepers now have been moving to Google Sheets for their bookkeeping services, just because it's easier when you're directly sharing with those clients and you want to have that like PL always active between the two. But you know, I'm, I'm certainly an Excel guy. <laughs> All right. So let's talk a little bit about what we're going to be talking about today. So uh, we wanted to talk about um, just in general, you know, what you can do with spreadsheets in all versions of, of, 
of QBO. And then we'll talk about some of the things that you can do in uh, QBO Advanced uh, specifically, uh, because uh, Intuit seems to have been reserved uh, some of the, the niftier things uh, in, inside of QBO Advanced. Um, and then uh, we'll, we'll kind of toss it over to Trevor to talk a little bit about what Genius Sheets uh, can do. And then uh, Jonathan and, and Trevor have kind of worked up some use cases, uh, almost like a little workshop uh, that we can have here about um, with with what he's seen in his practice uh, that that becomes very uh, useful uh, with uh, with regards to uh, Genius Sheets. So <clears throat> I have too many things in front of my face, in front of the spread, uh, in front of the PowerPoint here. Oops. Okay. So in move these things over. Sorry. All right. So I'm working with spreadsheets, all versions of QuickBooks. Uh, you can import lists. Uh, and export reports. I mean, that's uh, any report or any uh, most lists can be can be imported uh, natively. So, uh, with regards to um, exporting reports, going to the gear icon uh, in inside of QBO and exporting data will take you to the screen uh, where you'll be able to uh, see the reports and or lists uh, and export them uh, into into an Excel, an Excel uh, format, which will just launch into into Excel. Uh, any report, uh, the screenshot here on the on the left side here, uh, you'll have that little uh, action or uh, up arrow uh, icon at the top of any report, which will give you this drop down to be able to export uh, to Excel. Uh, with uh, QuickBooks Online, it will just automatically save the uh, the Excel spreadsheet in the automatic download location wherever that happens to be. And then you just launch uh, launch the Excel spreadsheet and uh, work from there. As far so, as importing, go ahead. Just just to share a tip for people like me who cannot remember. In desktop, when you export a list, doesn't it create an IIF file? In uh, in desktop, it yeah. doesn't. And and just so people know, like you you export it, it creates an IIF file, but you open that file in Excel and you can work with it in Excel then. If you go into the file menu that, that you have to sends look it for to, it. sends it to Excel, but any report uh, will be able to be um, you know sent as a as an Excel spreadsheet. But when you export those lists, it creates yeah. an IIF file. So they have to know to look for all files. It won't create an Excel file. That's it's true. A, that's, this, true. That's, that's a point I was trying to make for people. If you create a list, it creates a different file type that you have to look for. Right. right. So sorry, I just wanted to share one tip that I knew about <laughs> all this. That's the one thing, Dan. One thing. <laughs> Throw you a bone. Come on. <laughs> So, so they don't, if you don't, if you're looking for that list, it's not an Excel type that you exported. It's a different type. Sorry. Yeah. If, it, if you're doing that from, uh, from desktop. Sorry. Now, as far as, uh, as importing data, uh, so you'll be able to bring in your, your data into QuickBooks. Um, obviously, if you go to the gear and choosing importing data, you get these, this little um, launch pad uh, to be able to bring in customers or vendors uh, but essentially, you are going to be, uh, you know, using a spreadsheet list uh, with with column headers, and then the, this uh, this screen here will take you to kind of like a wizard where you browse for the file, you tell it what uh, what columns are which, and then it will bring in uh, those those uh, that that particular list element, whatever that happens to be, whether it's customers, vendors, uh, or items, products, or services. 
uh, into, into QuickBooks, but you would be using a spreadsheet in order to do that. So one next uh, poll, they moved again. Okay, where are they? Uh, I should let uh, Michelle do all this stuff here. <laughs> what do you primarily use spreadsheet for in your practice? Right, so uh, preparing, um, I think I got through a, the wrong thing in there about uh, I'm looking for alternatives. <laughs> Not sure where that came from, um, but do you prepare financial statements or customized reporting? Um, you know, we talked a lot uh, at the Appy Camp, uh, Michelle, about uh, advisory services, and we've been talking about that on the on the Power Hour. Um, you know, the, this seems to be where you know you can take that uh, your your practice to the next level, right? Right, right. And I used to use the spreadsheets a lot for exporting the financial statements and then creating what I used to laughingly call with my clients picture books, the charts and graphs, because they wouldn't look at the financial statements. You know, they didn't want the numbers. They wanted the charts and graphs so that I could show them, you know, the trends, you know, the gross profit margin trends or the trends in in the in the ratios and things so that I could show them charts and graphs. But now we have all these wonderful apps that will do that for you. Um, you know, so I'm not using it in that means anymore. And and somebody just posted out here, columnar paper and hand journals with receipt numbers are still being used. Oh my gosh, the opportunities um, for improvement with the, <laughs> the client doing those things. I mean, um, you know, so just like with opportunities um, for improvement, you know, I see a lot of opportunities there. So, you know, if people are still using spreadsheets to prepare financial statements, again, I see a lot of opportunities there. Uh, Jonathan, how about you? What, uh, what do you find that you use uh, spreadsheets for in your practice? Oh, let's see. Uh, reconciliations of vendor statements is probably one of the big ones where we're either getting the spreadsheet data into Excel and doing cross-table comparisons or doing the lookups. Uh, looking to take some of the class. Uh, so I have lots of classes and I have lots of subclasses. And so, it's, and so I would like to take uh, my accounting and bookkeeping because I do separate desktop from my QBO and combine them so I can get a better idea of what my recurring uh, accounting business looks like. Um, and uh, so those are the... Uh, also, uh, I have a client who has some accounts that for wages that should be not expenses, but cost of goods sold, but they're limited by a particular format. So we're taking the accounts from the uh, expense area and putting it up cost of goods sold. So we get a true cost of goods sold. So those are just a couple of examples. Now, are you finding that you, you need to use uh, spreadsheets because of the limitations of, of reporting, or you just have a, you're just more comfortable with, with using um, Excel or, or, or Google Sheets or spreadsheet? No, I don't, it's, no, it's, it's sometimes the limitations like, you know, the class reporting that I want to do. If I do class reporting in QBO, um, it may show me all my classes and I just want to see the total to the right. So I want to get rid of columns. Uh, reconciliations of vendor statements you can't do inside of QuickBooks. Uh, so you have to use a spreadsheet uh, or something uh, to be able to do that. Got it. Got it. 
Let me go ahead and share the results here. So it looks like, uh, yeah, customized reporting. Oh, oh, and actually somebody just said, I actually, I do with my weekly clients, we are doing cash flow forecasting um, in, you know, the weekly cash flow forecasting because again, the visual of how it's presented in QBO is not so great. And you can only see so many things on a page. So we're using uh, spreadsheets to do that. Got it, got it. Uh, but yeah, it does look like uh, most folks are using it for customized reporting. Uh, I'm kind of in that uh, I avoid spreadsheets like the plague uh, <laughs> option there. But I know you got to use it. So it's uh, definitely there. So <clears throat> with regards to uh, QuickBooks Online Advanced, which which kind of reserves a lot of the, the, the neater things that you can do with, with spreadsheets, um, in QBO Advanced, you're able to batch transactions or you know you can use um the the batch transactions and and import as well as uh you know with it with invoices um and <clears throat> michelle and i had, had done a uh qb power hour on that so i uh, included that uh, link to it in the uh in the in the 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 handouts there we go that's the word i was looking for that got <laughs> stuck on my tongue and um, and also in advanced, the ability to utilize uh, to export to Google Sheets uh, is is available in advance. So if you're one of those folks that prefers uh, using Google Sheets, QBO Advanced, any report, just like you can export to Excel, uh, you, you can natively connect it to uh, to Google Sheets. Uh, when you do that the first time, it's going to give you. Um, a connection to the to your Google account, so you just have to walk through and uh, approve the Google Sheets uh, or Google account connection from the from the company file. And then once you you only have to do that once, and then from each particular company file, and then you'll be able to uh, send it out to uh, to Google Sheets uh, natively. Natively, and then um, in recent months, uh, there has been the uh, the. Uh, launch, I guess, of Spreadsheet Sync, right, which is uh, kind of taken the place of Fathom. Um, I don't know if they were coordinated or not, or if, if just timing was was that way, where, where Fathom was discontinued and, and Spreadsheet Sync was, was included. Um, but I, I think if anybody has, has uh, used it, um, you would say it doesn't, it's not exactly on the same uh, playing ground. Uh, Jonathan, would you agree on that? <laughs> <laughs> in that assessment. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so just a little bit to talk a little bit about what Spreadsheet Sync actually does. Um, it is an add-on in Excel. Uh, it allows you to get data from QuickBooks Online into Excel. You can use uh, bring in reports, see lists, uh, as well as transactions. Uh, one of the things I do really like about uh, Spreadsheet Sync is it does give you the ability to um, update those lists, some lists and transactions, um, and in the spreadsheet, and send it back to uh, send it back to QuickBooks. Um, you can group and compile reports, but uh, I think if anybody has actually looked at that, um, it's it's pretty lacking uh, as far as what what it can do. Um, and you can also because when you do connect it, um, it will create and add the add-in inside of Excel. And you can open up the uh, the Excel spreadsheet uh, without even going into QuickBooks and update the report uh, from from Excel rather than going directly into into QuickBooks. So 
one of those neater things that it can do. And um, setting up QuickBooks, you do need to have, or setting up uh, a spreadsheet sync, you do have to have Office, Office 365. Uh, I actually did purchase Office 365 to check this out because I was in more of the Google Sheets, uh, you know, spreadsheet, uh, spreadsheet folks. Um, but you only have to install it once and it's an add-on. Um, and then you just enter in your user ID, which is uh, if you have multiple user IDs for, for your multiple clients, uh, you want to make sure that you use the same one because if you're trying to combine uh, reports from from multiple companies, uh, you want to be able to connect those under one Intuit ID. Um, you connect it from within uh, QuickBooks Online Advanced, um, and then you can also connect it from within Spreadsheet Sync once that add-on is is added, and then you can again launch it either from uh, QBO uh, or Excel. Uh, there will be once you do add it. There will be a ribbon um, at the at the top of, of Excel, as well as a spreadsheet sync pane, uh, very similar to what uh, Trevor will show us about Genius Sheets uh, inside of inside of uh, Excel. Uh, but you can um, there'll be company settings, and uh, you can refresh the report again from the from the ribbon, um, and then as well as managing records and uh, lists from within uh, from within Spreadsheet Sync. Uh, there will be large, you know, there's large buttons to navigate, so it makes it a lot easier, uh, especially if you're more comfortable using uh, Excel uh, inside of uh, Spreadsheet Sync there. <laughs> the the uh, One of the distinct advantages, I think, that Spreadsheet Sync has is the ability to manage manage records. So you can add, lit, add or edit lists and, and transactions. So uh, if you uh, are... Uh, one of the things I was thinking of is that if you have a list of chart of accounts that you want to bring into your, you know, start your company, your your client's company files with, uh, you can utilize Spreadsheet Sync to be able to do that. Um, just starting from from Excel, you don't have to go through the uh, the wizard. So you just bring in that Excel uh, template and then uh, upload it into uh, into into the client's file. Um, invoices and bills, journal entries. I mean, these are some of the things that are uh, pretty cool about about Spreadsheet Sync. But um, as we had mentioned, it is kind of early on in the in the process. Um, there is the ability to consolidate reports, uh, but that is why we have Trevor on the <laughs> on the call with us today <laughs> is because it is uh, it is fairly. Uh, fairly lacking with regards to the the consolidated the consolidated reports that are available, um, but just kind of like the way you know the the way it is currently and and the future state. I have been you know communicating with with some of the spreadsheet sync folks, um, and I I think it's really a robust uh, foundation, but it but it certainly has got a ways to go. Um, one of the distinct advantages that that, that spreadsheet sync will have over you know, um, third-party apps like like uh, Genius Sync, Sync, or Genius Sheets, excuse me, um, is that they have the API advantage, right? So um, they kind of have a secret sauce uh, to to give them a little bit of a, a, a distinct advantage, but um, they have a long ways to go to get to that, get up to that point. So um, you know, some of their things in the roadmap uh, that they've been talking about um, do seem pretty pretty neat. But um, they got to get to 
you know, ground zero before they, they move on. Um, there is, um, I do want to point out, there is a direct link uh, to, um, to feedback about spreadsheet sync. Uh, I did put it in the, um, in the, the, the handouts here. So uh, they are very aggressive about catching up to the present, right? So uh, if you have, or, or have used or tried to use uh, spreadsheet sync and, 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 Get, want to give some direct feedback? Uh, definitely, you know, go in there. Um, it's a it's a little bit different than you know the the normal you know just throw it over the wall in the in the year and send feedback. They, this is specifically for uh, for spreadsheet sync uh, feedback. So, so Dan, I'm gonna, go ahead. A couple of questions for you. Um, do you have any idea when the spreadsheet sync will be available in Canada or any inclinations? Is that on the roadmap? Um, I, yeah, I don't know, but I, I can try to find out and, uh, you know, post that okay. as a follow-up. And then another question we had is um, what versions of QBO is spreadsheet sync available in? Is QBO advanced only? Is that correct? Yes, that and is just, correct, yes. And just to confirm we as accountants can't use it via the accountant tools in other versions. Is that correct? Or others like, like I can't use it in a client's QBO plus subscription. It's correct. only QBO advanced clients. Right. You would, uh, and when you with, try to, when you try our, to connect it, uh, right, when you ahead. try to connect it with, uh, like you'll see all of your clients when you go to connect, um, you know, when you go to connect it, uh, if they are not, uh, QBO advanced, it will say, I can't connect because it's it's not QBO advanced. Okay. And what about with your books? Since that is an advanced subscription, can we use it with our own books? Yes, you can use it with your own okay. QBO, your firm books. So in QBOA, your books, we can use it with our own books. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yes, Thank you. All right. Sorry. So I'm going to toss it Go over. Ahead. No, that's good. It's good. I was just kind of rambling on there. So I'm glad you <laughs> glad you brought it up. Uh, so I do want to toss it over to uh, Trevor because uh, again, the one of the things that's that's definitely lacking about the uh, spreadsheet sync um, because the um, you know because Fathom went away is the ability to do multi-company reporting. So enter Trevor and uh, <laughs> and Genius Sheet. Thank you. No, that, that's all super helpful. Um, I'll give some quick background. So our product is similar to Spreadsheet Sync in that it's an Excel and Google Sheets add-in. It's available for all versions of QuickBooks, so anyone can use it. And we are in contact with the QuickBooks team about kind of our product versus their product. So it's not a competition. Um, we're, we're confident we'll be working alongside each other for these different use cases. And so where we really come into play is thinking about things from the more customized reporting or financial modeling angle. So where spreadsheet sync really excels is those importing transactions, getting a lot of that transaction level data, the two-way syncing. And I think where we differentiate becomes getting your data from QuickBooks in a customized format that you're going to reuse for clients. So when we get your data from QuickBooks Online, we're taking your data on a cell-by-cell -cell basis. So we've created custom formulas in both Excel and Google Sheets that let you connect each individual cell to a general ledger account that you can then filter by specific customers, classes, different companies, 
So it gives you a lot more flexibility when you're building things, or for most of you, you already have custom reports you built. You can integrate our solution in those existing reports so that you can automate it. So talking through some of the quick use cases, and then Jonathan and I will go through a couple examples that he's worked on, are if you wanted to set up consolidated reporting between your multiple entities, you can get the data for each of those companies directly in your spreadsheets in a format that may be different from how it would typically export. So if you want to consolidate certain line items or you want to group things differently, it's a great opportunity for you to use a tool like ours where you can customize how that outputs so that once you've set it up for the first time, it's always like that going forward. Uh, another example is if you wanted in your spreadsheets to have multiple month or multiple time periods of reporting. So if you want to have your income statement and you wanted to show your last month, your last three months, and your last six months of data all next to each other, and you wanted the percent changes between each of them, you can have that all automated where once you set it up for the first time in Excel, now all you have to do is go into our product, hit that refresh data button, and it's all going to resync directly to QuickBooks Online. And so we can jump in, maybe Jonathan, if you want to take over the screen, and we can go through kind of what this actually looks like in practice. All right, I okay. stopped sharing, so you should be able to uh, share, Jonathan. Thank you. Give me a second. Okay, I'm sharing out my second screen. Um, I think this is just a really good, quick example. So um, as you can see, I have both spreadsheets, sync and genius sheets uh, located. Um, so I have a client who has a huge number of uh, bills that come in from uh, their body, their repair shop, and they're just getting in a ton of bills. Now the bills are supposed to go into their, uh, front end system and get pushed over into QuickBooks. But we are finding when we're doing our reconciliations um, that we are missing data. So one of the things is my one of my current new team members is you know getting the vendor statement and going through and ticking off one by one by one. The, uh, the invoices that are in the system so we can identify the ones that are missing. Um, we are now working on getting, if we can, getting a spreadsheet statement from the vendor. And so what I've done here is, so right now I'm going, I've got my date range, which really doesn't matter all that much for this particular report. And I'm going down here and I'm gonna pull in my aging detail. And uh, let's go to pull by uh, period because we don't want to pull age in detail by month. And very quickly, so now one of the things I'm working on is trying to automate these particular steps. So first thing I have to do is I'm deleting the first row to get my column headers. Then I'm getting my uh, deleting the next couple of rows. Um, my OCD says, as soon as I do that, I'm gonna freeze my top row. Now, sometimes data gets sent over with merged line, merged columns. So just as a, uh, just as a safety precaution, I merge, uh, I unmerge all my columns. 
Uh, I can get rid of my first column because there's nothing here. And then uh, my typical workflow after that is I'm going to turn on my filters because I have to go, I have to find my totals. Actually, let me undo that last delete and then turn on. Oh, yes, no, it's not that. So what I have to do is highlight my columns and turn on my filters because there is a break here. So I want to get rid of these extraneous lines. So I can uncheck all my dates and then check. Or I can actually just type in total and get rid of these lines. So now I have some really clean data to work with where I could now maybe dump all this information into a pivot table. Um, I, think you and deleted, we'll, I think you deleted all your data. No, I didn't. <laughs> Ye of little faith. I thought he no, did no, too. I, did. I, I got all gonna, my was, lines of I data I wasn't going to uh, interrupt. <laughs> all my lines of data here. Now, interesting. Uh, so here's my invoice numbers, but oh, so somehow this got formatted along the line as, uh, let's go back to, let's make this text. So somehow that got formatted by mistake. So now I could, you know, filter by my vendors um, and then maybe dump it into another uh, tab, pull in my vendor, uh, my vendor spreadsheet and start doing some V lookups to find out what's in both systems that's not in the other system. How's that? It's good stuff. I mean, uh, you, you make quick work of a, of, of a spreadsheet. Um, yeah. And, and then this is going to, you know, ultimately, you know, take that hand ticking off of, of, of that, what you were saying, and, and, and make it a little bit more right. streamlined of a process, right? Yeah. So if you'd like to, I can give you a quick comparison of something similar that I did with uh, Spreadsheet Sync. Sure. So, yeah, this so, is a side-by-side -side so, comparison. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, what, one of the things that Spreadsheet Sync has over Genius Sheets is um, I have, you know, like this, this data that you're looking at right now, um, I went to go play around with it and change one of the invoice numbers and refresh the data. And I went to go look for that invoice number as an open bill. And my team had already gone and paid some bills. So I just quickly refresh the data to update it. But one of the issues is, well, it's nice and it comes in uh, with filters for the whole thing. Um, every time I refresh the data, I now want to have to hide the columns that I really don't need to see. So it doesn't maintain, it doesn't keep the formatting that I had put in, you know, so I had hidden all these Let's get back here. I had hidden all these columns, and now I have to rehide them again. So it's nice that you know, and it's only available in advance. So it's nice that it has this, but it does have its cost. You know, it, every one of these right now, because you new and young and into it, also is you know, really handcuffs these guys, including their own people, um, on how you can pull out data. Like I can't pull any time data out right now. So I would love to be able to pull time data out um, in a real, you know, real time fashion, but it's not there. Um, yeah, this, this this looks great. I was going to say, do you want do you want to jump over to showing the formulas? Um, oh, like this one right here. Like this one right here. 
Okay. Um, wait one second. I know we had done a couple of these before. Um, so I'm going to actually give uh, Trevor control of my mouse because he can do this much, much faster than me. <laughs> um, and do I need to be relogged? Do I need to relog in so we can refresh? Yep. Okay. So give me a second. Uh, let's go to here. Type in genius sheets. I use complicated passwords that I cannot remember. Good security that way. Oh, oh, Trevor, why don't you type in your password? Because it's yours. <laughs> I, I know I have it in the email. Okay, actually, let me go for the other company then. One second. So well, what we're well, going to show is the well, custom formulas with Genius Sheets, where once you've set them up, they link directly to the general ledger. So I'm going to click in this cell. Um, and what you can see is, so these are our custom formulas. They start off GS for geniusheets.is. So this formula will reference all of your data in the income statement. And then we have the different arguments within the formula. So the first, and it shows you this dropdown to kind of guide you along the way. So the first is the category, which will be the name of the general ledger account for your company that you want to connect. Next will be the start date of the period of the data you want. The next one will be the end date. And then finally, the name of the company will be the last argument. And if you wanted to add filters, those are things like specific classes, products, services, customers, you can as well. But we're going to keep it simple for now. So what I'm going to do and what, what Jonathan's already done here is we've pulled our income statement for the last year. I'm just going to hit this refresh data button and make sure I'm getting the most up-to-date data. And so I think, Jonathan, it was the contractor's expense that you wanted to move up? Yes. So what you can do with this report is I can take this row. I'm just going to make copy. I'm, not, uh, I'm a little unsure of my Excel skills as we're still operating within the Zoom confines. But <laughs> we, we're going to take this contractor's. We're going to add it up here. So if we want the contractor's expense to now be showing up in our total cost of goods sold, this report going forward is always going to look like this. So what I'm gonna do is I'm, I'm then, oops, and get control back. I can remove this from down here. My totals are still pulling in through the formulas. So what I can do is I can add this contractor's expense to my total cost of goods sold. Now my gross profit, can subtract that contractor's expense. Oops. And then all I have to do is below on my two, actually, no, total expenses should be the same. So the other calculation. No, you still have to subtract the out total. You still have to subtract out total expenses because um, you moved it up to that area. Oh, you're right. But your. Operating income will also be adjusted too. 
Yep. There we go. So now your that we have income, but your net income won't. Right. Oh, wait one second. No, the operating income is cost. Well, yeah, you're still gonna have to adjust it there. Yeah. So now that you've created this, if you if as the next monthly statement rolls through, you can just change the date. So we want seven one. 7.30, and now you've got the updated numbers for the next month and the report that you've now customized in a way that's different from your income statement is saved. And so it starts to get your brain thinking, the ways that you can customize this, you can add balance sheet data in here, you can add cash flow statement data, you can add other non-financial metrics. We see a lot of people consolidating line items as well. If you're doing job costing, you can do job costs to individual line items for your income statement. So it opens up a new layer of possibilities where once you've set it up that first time, all you're doing is changing the dates going forward. Can, can I show them something that is really neat? Because I sit down and a lot of my clients, when I'm presenting their financials, a lot of times I show them their financials both in accrual and cash basis. So if I go pull reports and I want to pull for whatever month, um, I can actually pull a cash basis uh, versus accrual basis and pull that in and have them lined up next to each other. And uh, that helps the business owner see you know, how maybe an accrual basis is better to look at uh, versus a cash basis you know, because the recognition of either revenue or expenses when it occurs and not when it's paid. Does that does that help you make uh, make make adjustments when you want to tie that back, or you know, is that is that why you want to show it that way, or you just want to show the show the client those two those two options? Oops, I just want to show the, in my in this particular case, I just want to show the client the two options, just see you know yeah. like see it, and. So very quickly, and I guess, you know, I don't know what the data range is on here, but obviously um, there, it, you know, there is a little bit of difference um, in that. But when I looked at mine, it was really nice and informative. Yeah, for our, for our dummy account, we don't, we don't have as much uh, accrual versus cash differences as everyone else in here will. <laughs> so, yes, go ahead. Well, so we had a question, um, Trevor. Somebody wanted to know: Is the report not recalculating when you move to those items? No. So the way the report each each cell is linked to the general ledger account, and so because it, when you move things on the report, it doesn't actually change the calculation because it's still referencing that same general ledger account. So now instead of having your the report isn't calculating based on what's above or below it. It's almost like a VLOOKUP where it's tying back to the actual QuickBooks account. So no matter where you move them, the those numbers aren't going to change. Okay. I have a question for you. Have you thought about making the the, the GL accounts? Um, you know, they pull from the live data, but when you're then putting them into the spreadsheet, you actually are doing the real calculations. So then yeah. we it, it's, it's something we've definitely we've definitely taken a look at. I think maybe I'll share my screen and then Michelle, I see there are a couple questions. I can answer them now as well, if that's the easiest thing. Okay. Yeah. So somebody else wanted to know how does Genius Sheets and Live Flow compare? And I don't know if you're familiar with Live Flow. 
Yep, very familiar. We're similar. They they operate from Google Sheets to QuickBooks Online. We are both Excel and Google Sheets to QuickBooks Online. I think the big difference is our solutions more focused on customization. So when you're doing things like those job costing where you're consolidating certain line items or you're building those more customized reports for clients, since our formulas operate on kind of this individual sell-by-sell basis, it gives you more flexibility to customize it. Whereas if you're just sending your clients the PL, the balance sheet, cash flow statement, and maybe some other pre-built reports from QuickBooks, their, their solution is going to be um, a little bit neater out of the box for people. Gotcha. And then what level of sub- subscription do we need, like the access that you are showing? Yeah. So we have an accountant partner program. It's $10 per connection. Um, and that gives you full access to everything I'm showing. So $10 per client. $10 per client. That's and do you, do you have, um, you know, accountants are always liking something to play with. You know, we like a sandbox. Do you have something for us to get in and play with it and, you know, test it out and things like that? Do you have something like that available for us? Yep. We have a demo account that you can get access to that is sandbox dummy data that Jonathan was just showing. We also offer a two-week free trial that gives you full access to everything with your own companies without you having to put any credit card down. Um, plus, we also have your first, like your firm's personal account comes free. Okay. So if they wanted to access that demo account, um, like you were talking about, how would they get access to that? Do they email you or? Yeah, they can send me an email. I'll put my email in the chat um, and then we can we can set them up with access for it. Okay. Otherwise, you mentioned two-week free trial. Yep. Okay. Two-week free trial, no credit card down. Gotcha. And then we, if you go on the pricing page, there's a separate an area for the accountant partner program where you can sign up, get your contact information, and we'll we'll send you the rest of the resources we have, like our Slack channel for users. And I figured. Deb Kilsheimer's on here and I know she <laughs> loves pivot tables and all that. And of course she said, sign me up. I knew she would love something like yeah. this. So she's, I might, she's I might as well launch the last poll question. <laughs> would you like to learn more? That way we can, uh, you know, that, that way you don't have to send your, get, get all these emails uh, inundated <laughs> with you, Trevor. Um, we can just go ahead and uh, provide you <laughs> with those, with those folks. Yeah. So um, if, if people respond yes on this poll question, then Dan, we're going to provide them with this information and, and Trevor and them can follow up. Correct. Yes. Yeah. So that way you can reach out and, and make sure that you're, you get your your sandbox and your trial and your whatever it is that you need. <laughs> need well, connected. Can, I, can I interrupt for a second? Yes. So my feeling about Sandbox is since you're pulling data into Excel or Google Sheets and it's non-destructive, just start with your own data because then you're going to get to see the results or try for the results that you want to get. I would also recommend that uh, sometimes it's worthwhile to pull the information in Start with the start with the original spreadsheet. Maybe reference back to that original spreadsheet to make manipulations on it to see how the outcomes come. So, like somebody talked about uh, putting in dynamic total, you know, dy- you know, change. Let's say you overwrite the totals. So you pull, you have a spreadsheet in. You copy the, uh, you copy, you create another one, or you link it to the original spreadsheet. 
but then you can overwrite your totals with actual calculations. That is one of the things that I thought about doing. Does that make sense? Yeah, and I'll say if you do if you do say yes, we will not add you directly to our mailing list unless you actually sign up for an account. So you'll just get the one email from me, and that's it. <laughs> Great, um, Trevor. What was the what was the the genesis of of, of Genius Sheets? Like, where, where how did this all uh, come up? So finance analysts um, who work at equity research firms or hedge funds have tools like Bloomberg and CapIQ that let them pull data for public companies directly through formulas, which is what you need if you're building these more bespoke kind of financial models or reports. And so my idea was that companies should have access to the same technology that lets you get this unlimited level of flexibility, whether it's on a time period or by customer, by class, by product, by service, into their existing Excel spreadsheets. And we had a question. Go ahead. ahead. (laughs) Linda had a great question, and and it's a question I had as well, um, because I missed the meeting with you two the other day. Sorry about that. Jonathan and Trevor, can you clarify if you two work together? Are you separate companies or like what's the relationship between the two of you? Yeah. So no. I'm a a user. I'm a user. Yeah. Jonathan's been a user and candidly has been one of the most helpful people just in the QuickBooks space. So he was one of the first people that responded to my emails as we created the product and we're breaking in. And so, you know, we've just been like informally working together with him as a user and getting feedback. So no, no, nothing formal, but he's been tremendously helpful as just we yeah. think about what, what accountants need and what they're looking for. He's been a, 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 an evangelist. And I, and I break software and test the software limits. <laughs> Jonathan, I was going to say, I break things. I have known Jonathan for a number of years. <laughs> he has been, I won't say, a heckler in my training courses over the years. He has had very good probing questions over the years, as has Dan on the other side from Intuit with the in the um, customer care with support calls. Um, Jonathan has always had very good good, insightful questions. Um, so I can imagine, Trevor, you've been a recipient of those questions and and uh, things like that as well. So <laughs> oh, you, I, I don't have to worry about him pulling any punches. Yeah. <laughs> he, yeah he tests no. things and pushes them to the limits and, and tries all kinds of scenarios and use cases. And if and he tries to break it, I mean, he just he really tries it and uses it and pushes things to the limits. And, and if there's a weakness, he's going to find the weakness in something, um, which is great, um, you know, as far as testing it out, in my opinion. So, yeah. And then uh, I bumped into to Jonathan at uh, scaling and scaling new heights. And he was like, Hey, you got to talk to this guy, Trevor. Um, you know, and, and that, that's kind of how this, this workshop came to be, you know, it's like, you know, we need to, we have all these other options. Let's, let's just make sure that we have everything, everything covered, you know, like all of, all of our bases covered. So. And that was, and that I, was originally at the spreadsheet sync session. So we've come. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Um, you know, one of the things getting involved with both Spreadsheet Sync and Genius Sheets is it has really now caught, bumped up my knowledge of Excel, you know, where I'm starting to work with higher level features such as, you know, Power Query, pivot tables, 
you know, trying to get this data, live data into uh, Excel and manipulation. Um, so this experience has been really good. Wonderful. Yeah, and, so, uh, well, I wanted to wanted to clarify that spreadsheet sync is only QBO advanced, but Genius yeah. Sheets is is all versions of uh, of QuickBooks Online, um, not just with um, with with advanced. So, but you can right. use it in concert with uh, with QBO advanced with spreadsheet sync if you are you know if you, as long as you have that. Now, uh, one question that that did come up, or I wanted to kind of throw this out at you, Jonathan. Um, somebody made a comment that um, Genius Sheets kind of looks like uh, the, the financial statement designer at a desktop. Would you, yeah, would you agree with that assessment? Oh my God, it is so long since I've worked with financial <laughs> statement writer. I mean, seriously, it's gotta be five, six, seven years since I've, since I've used it. I mean, you've long since abandoned it. Huh? <laughs> uh, this was this year was the first year I did not renew my paid uh, pro advisor profile because I'm also a qualified solution provider, so I'm getting my NFR copies mm -hmm. that way. So I, I draw. I, yeah. But the one thing is, I, I do miss a couple of the uh, cleanup tools that you have access to that you lose access to. But, uh, you know, I, I have uh, bought the Intuit uh, Kool-Aid and signed on for <laughs> online and spread in uh, my, my two data files and migrated to the cloud. And uh, it's great. I don't worry about backing yeah. up data files anymore. So, 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 so Trevor, I wanted to clarify something. So with, with Genius Sheets, you can consolidate companies. So is there a limit to how many companies you can do consolidations with? And is it only financial statements or can you consolidate other reports as well? Right now, it's just financial statements, okay. uh, but there is no limit to the number you can have. So okay. right now, we have plenty of people that have 20, 30, 40 different QuickBooks entities all within the same spreadsheets okay. uh, where it's pulling in. now. If you if you try and get a spreadsheet with fifty thousand cells all pulling in, you're going to run into just performance issues with Excel. But in general, our data can pull in any as many different entities as you want. Okay, and I may have missed this because I was answering questions. But one of the things that's always a challenge is for nonprofits who want to see um, the uh, budget reports. They want to see the current year budget versus actual also compared to the prior year. Is that something Genius Sheets can pull in? It seems like you could. We don't pull the budget data that you've inputted into QuickBooks Online yet, just because okay. we've had some issues just how, of how we pull it out. But what we have lots of nonprofits doing now is when you set it up to have the actuals pull through for both of those multi-time periods. So this year, last year, last three months, last three months, and that you can all automate. So if you're doing your budgeting manually in Excel or Google Sheets, you now fully automate that process by getting those actuals to all pull in in one shot. Oh, That's, nice. I'm glad, to, I'm glad to hear that. I just said, so I have a new production client that we may put, you know, their productions take a period of two to three years. And I'm thinking of putting their data in um, balance sheet and work in progress. And that means I could use, uh, you know, pull in the live data from you guys and compare it to the budget for those areas so they can get an idea of what's left because I need to find out whether I can do budget versus actuals. Maybe Michelle can answer that. 
on balance sheet items right now. I think it's just oriented towards P and L's, right? Um, in QBO, mm -hmm. yeah, you you don't you don't do a, a balance sheet budget in QBO, right? Yeah, nope. Uh, uh, Kim in the uh, in the Q and A has um, has a, a comment here. I'm a little worried about updating QB from a spreadsheet. Uh, speaking to how that happens and who drives that sync. I assume you're talking about uh, spreadsheet sync, syncing that because uh, you just, uh, Trevor, you just pull information into, yep. you don't push any, push any information. So yes, that is, uh, and maybe that's why spreadsheet sync is, is really only geared towards QBO advanced because QBO advanced has the bundled uh, backup problem <laughs> <laughs> or has the, back, the backup app, right? So you have a restore point uh, assuming you've opted in or turned on your your, your backup, uh, your online backup uh, app uh, inside of QBO Advanced, if something goes horribly wrong, yes, you can have you have a restore point to be able to roll back to. Uh, but also the undo feature inside of inside of Excel uh, basically allows you to roll it back as well, right? So you can just undo what you did, uh, change the the options, and then push it back in and, and update it again. So um, they have kind of thought that through a little bit uh, to be able to, to have that undo option or restore point with uh, with the backup feature. Um, one of the things I was, I forgot my, my question, but I think we're, we're, we are at the top of the hour. So I, I appreciate uh, Jonathan and Trevor uh, for joining us today. And Michelle, it's always great to see you. Um, next week or next time on the on the on the Power Hour, we're actually going to be talking about uh, the recap of the of the Happy Hour Camp. So uh, we're going to have um, uh, Heather and uh, and Liz joining us, as well as some of the, the app vendors that were there as well to kind of get their their takeaway as uh, as as a, a debrief of of, uh, of, that, of that event. It was really an awesome experience. I, I speak for speak for Michelle on that because we we all seem to have a really great uh, takeaway from from that uh, that event, it was like un unlike anything else I've, I've ever attended, um, and it was really great to to see everyone and connect and uh, continue to build relationships. And we uh, look forward to building relationships with you on the next uh, QB Power Hour. Yes, thank you, everyone. Thank you, Trevor and Jonathan. Um, great to learn more about Genius Sheets. It is really an impressive. Impressive tool for us out there. So thank you all for joining us. Dan, as always, thank you. And thanks everyone for joining us. Thank you so much, everyone. Bye, everyone. We hope you enjoyed listening to the QB Power Hour podcast. If you have any questions, feel free to ask them in our Facebook group. You can find those resources and much more at qbpowerhour.com.